Welcome to another house party episode of Love and Justice. Yep, we're doing it again. Emma is out of town and Lola's still working her way through season two of Snow White with the Red Hair, so I bribed Sam to come and talk about another shoujo series we thought you'd enjoy, Monthly Girls Nozaki-kun. It's a pretty fun show, you guys. You can catch it on Crunchyroll and Hulu, which we mentioned in the episode, and uh, hopefully you like it. It gives us a lot of feels. Oh, and there are spoilers. So if you haven't watched the show yet, you might want to hold off on this because we would hate to ruin some good stuff for you. So go ahead, watch the show, come back, and we will be here. So enjoy. Why you think somebody's gonna like come in and tell you that I feel you like, don't belong in here? No, I feel like yeah, exactly. Pretty much, I feel like I am in mom and dad's room when they're away, but I shouldn't be in here. Like, stay out of mom and dad's room. We, I mean, we're we're jumping on the beds. We're this doing is all- our house. I know it's our house, but this is we your- live. But we live here. This is our house. This, this is where we live. I know, but this is your. This is your girl's uh, recording room, and I'm never allowed in here when, you know, unsupervised. I, I'm, I'm here. What Then what are, if you're unsupervised, then what am I doing here? Well, I mean, you're you're my wife, so, I mean. So doesn't that, like, legally make me your, like, forever supervisor? I guess. In a way? I guess if you want to put it that way. I mean, just I just feel weird. Let's just put it that way. I just, I, I, I feel like that the girls at, en- at any moment, I know that Emma is all the way over in, where is she again? I think she's in Maine. She's all the way in Maine, and then Lola is God knows where. No, uh, Lola's but... technically still here. She just hasn't seen the show that we're going to talk about. Okay, well, either way, those two, they're going to like get wind of that we're in their spot, so they're just going to come crashing through the door at any moment. I'm and pretty so... sure that you're okay. They're not going like, you know, to bust like... through the wall like the Kool-Aid man. No, no, no. Or you know like like the vegan police from like Scott Pilgrim? From Scott Pilgrim. Yeah, it's like Lola, like Lola and Emma. Podcast police. <laughs> I think you're okay. Okay, I'm just I'm okay. I mean, you've been a guest on the show enough that like you're kind of you know, and you've you've gone to a con mm-hmm. and subbed in on a panel. It's true. It's true. So okay, so you're saying that I, I'm ready for this? That well, yeah. My that my training's complete. I mean, I mean, I don't know if your training will ever be complete, but you're you're definitely allowed to be on the show. Okay. 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 So when are you going to press the button I again? already pressed the button. Oh, shoot. Okay. Like, this has been going. Oh, already. okay, okay. No, I pushed uh, it. Well, the, well then, then do the thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was hoping that there'd be, like, a really sweet segue that I could could use, but I'm not as good at the segues as Emma is. I, I got lucky the last time, but I didn't quite get there. Um, hello, everyone. Uh, as you can already tell, that this is an interesting start to a very interesting episode. Um Emma, as we have mentioned before, is on vacation in Maine. Lola's still here. She's going to be leaving to go to Utah soon, though, uh, to visit her family. And uh, we decided to uh, record a house party. House party. Yay. Woo. Woo. In our our own house. (laughs) Yeah. Well, because that's what we called it last time when (laughs) Lola and I talked about Snow White with the red hair. But obviously, I am joined by a familiar voice Mm -hmm. my husband sam mcclellan it's a me it's a sam it is Ah. how how are you sam i'm doing good kelby how are you (laughs) and what are we talking about today you want to introduce it to uh to the people yes well i guess i mean it is uh it's um uh, a nice little anime that uh, uh, got to know and love uh, called uh, monthly girl nuzaki-kun yes uh and uh, pretty much, I love it. Let's just put it that <laughs> way. It's actually, it was one of my uh, first, uh, well, uh, sort of introductions into shoujo anime. I guess I didn't really watch a lot uh, to begin with. Uh, I think uh, this and Oran Host Club is, are like my two main things that I can kind of. Yeah, I guess that's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Because like, I watched this by myself. Mm-hmm. And then I hounded you until you watched it. I, I forget. How did that even go? Because, I, I mean, I wasn't really... I mean, I was still, like, in the beginning of my anime uh, endeavors. Uh, how'd, you <laughs> me, how'd you get me to watch this? Well, I watched it on my own, and I can't remember who recommended it to me. It was somebody on Twitter. Mm-hmm. It was either Regina, or it could have been my friend Liz, who did the really great uh, chibi Shitano, um sketches for us that mm-hmm. we turned into stickers. Mm-hmm. Um but someone told me that Monthly Girls was a good show, and mm-hmm. so I look. I found it on 
Hulu and I decided to watch it and then I binge watched it. And then when you came home, I was like, oh, my God, you need to watch this show. <laughs> I think I was like, I don't know. I was like, no, it's... please watch the show. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, fine. And then I think it was then I was like I was been watching it and I told you we had to finish it. Uh-huh. <laughs> did you finish it before I watched it or were, did I get you like midway through it? No, I think I finished it mm. and then made you watch it. And then you watched the finale when I was somewhere else. Because mm-hmm. I think you texted me about it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so we are indeed talking about Monthly Girls Nozaki-kun, which is also known as Gekon Shoujo Nozaki-kun. I'm so glad you said that because I wouldn't be able to say that. <laughs> I wouldn't make you do that. <laughs> uh, it is a uh, Japanese four-panel romantic comedy webcomic written and illustrated by Izumi Tsubaki. And then they uh, made an anime series out of it by the studio Dogakobo. Dogakobo. And uh, that aired July 2014. And now we are here talking about it with you lovely people. Uh, But if you haven't watched it, I say turn this off right now and go ahead and binge watch it. It's only 12 episodes. It's on Crunchyroll. Uh, is it, it on Crunchyroll? It is on Crunchyroll, yes. Oh, cool. Well, Crunchyroll, it's also on it's Hulu. It's still on Hulu, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, pretty much there is a there is a dubbed version. Yeah, but you kind of have to go through illegal circles to find it streaming. Not not so much. I mean, it's on it's on it's on YouTube. Uh, yeah, and it is the official dub. Um, but it's all chopped up. Yeah, yeah. It's chopped up into two sections, uh, one and two. Yeah. Um, and you know, it, they do a fair job. I'm gonna put it that way. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, like it's not a horrible dub. I I think the shooting script or shooting script. Sorry, <laughs> that's a different thing. The ADR script is <laughs> pretty good. <laughs> uh, I don't know if I would have made the casting choices. That doesn't mean that these are bad actors Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but uh it's just not really who i pictured Mm -hmm. you know but all that aside it's Mm -hmm. a great show Mm -hmm. um there will be spoilers so yeah if you have not watched this right now spoiler alert yeah we are not holding back no we are not Uh uh-huh and we don't want to ruin anything for you so Mm -hmm. we are totally fine with you like taking a taking a break Mm -hmm. watching the show Mm -hmm. and then come back and party with us after that so Mm -hmm. you can you know relive all the wonderful moments with us Mm. um (laughs) so to get things started monthly girls nozaki-kun is about a high school girl named shio sakura and she has a crush on one of her classmates who is uh umetaro nozaki and she decides that one day she is going to confess her love that she just can't hold on to her feelings anymore and then she (laughs) no (laughs) and she's gonna tell him how she feels but in the process of doing so she gets so tongue-tied and so nervous that she basically just ends up yelling i'm a big fan of you at him and he's like all right that's that's great Mm -hmm. and he signs an autograph for her (laughs) and leaves her there (laughs) and she's like what the fuck just happened? <laughs> <laughs> I think that, I mean, that that's that's uh, saying it loosely. I mean, I, although I think she, like she basically said like, "What the fuck just happened?" I mean, she doesn't <laughs> swear. It's not that kind of serious. But like, yeah, it, her reaction is basically like, "WTF? Uh, why did he give me an autograph?" And then upon closer uh, I- inspection of that autograph, she realizes that it is the name of her favorite manga artist. Mm-hmm. Because he signs his pen name. He signs uh, Sakiko Yumeno. Yumeno. Sorry. Not Spanish. Japanese. <laughs> Yumeno. And um, she realized it's her, the author and artist of her favorite manga, which is called Let's Have a Romance or Let's Fall in Love. Let's Fall in Love, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and she realizes that the boy she likes writes her favorite series. <laughs> <laughs> and that's where the crazy story starts. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, I thought it was interesting because at first, so he gives her the autograph and she goes, OK, that's cool. And then, <laughs> then he offers for her to come to his uh, to his uh, orphan, I'm guessing orphan apartment. I don't know. Yeah. You never see his parents in this show and he but, doesn't really talk about them. But he refers uh, to his his place of dwelling as an apartment like his uh, apartment yeah his apartment not even like my family's apartment mm-hmm. it's like a studio there's like only yeah. one bedroom in there mm-hmm. well, no, no, oh yeah there's a one yeah you're right one bedroom studio and workspace so it's kind of like an office or i mean uh, uh i only know a little bit of like the one thing i liked about this show is that it does give you a, a closer look on the wor- the inner workings of manga artists mm-hmm. and just how to create 
a uh, a manga. I thought that was really interesting. Me not really. I mean, even bef- before this, I didn't read any manga. I was strictly a mm-hmm. a comic book guy. That's so, right. It wasn't until we mm-hmm. went to Acon that mm-hmm. you bought your first manga. Yeah. Which manga did you buy? I bought uh, One Punch Man number one. Yes, you did. <laughs> and now, which I, manga are you reading currently now? Well, now, I'm, uh, well, I'm still reading One Punch Man. Right. I'm, I'm up to like number. I'm up to volume seven, which right. is the, the newest one. Uh, but I'm also reading uh, My Hero Academia. And after you just told me that it's still ongoing, that mm-hmm. Monthly Girl's ongoing, I think I might actually start reading that. <laughs> I mean, it's online. I don't know if you can find it in English. You'll oh, have to do some digging. Oh, you just, you crushed my dreams. I'm not trying to crush your dreams. You're crushing my dreams, no, Kelly. No, 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 no. <laughs> uh, you're also reading uh, Assassination Classroom. Yes, I'm, watch- uh, I'm watching and reading it. Yeah, uh, yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> so now I'm so now I'm deep I'm deep in it I'm deep. You're in welcome. It. You're you are now weeaboo trash like the rest of us. Oh uh, God, it's like a disease, and I just ha- and the only cure is reading more manga. But then that's just more disease. <laughs> <laughs> but, it's an endless cycle. But uh, mm. yeah, this show is really fun because it's it's a slice of life. It's also a shojo, but it also is very meta because it's about the creation of shojo manga while being in itself a shoujo series mm-hmm. uh so there's a lot of fun there mm. uh it's also full of really fun characters mm. it kind of it's kind of breaks the fourth wall in in a certain ways mm-hmm. um mainly like uh saying which character is which character oh yeah in like the, the archetypes of yeah the, the archetypes of shoujos <laughs> so yeah, that's pretty cool so that that helped me a lot with like kind of establishing what characters are what and what their kind of like place in the shoujo manga or in the, in the anime is. Yeah. So it's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. You watched Oran Host Club by the time you watched this, right? Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, I mean, so I asked you, like, what me? So this is a shoujo. Yeah. Um, and uh, let's see, what, what were my questions? Uh, well, I asked you, like, <laughs> is this a shoujo? And uh, you asked me also, mm-hmm. uh, is it a shoujo or is it a slice of life? There you go. Yes, but yes, the yes. answer is both. Both, 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 both. Uh, so, but Oran Host Club is not a slice of life, or not necessarily because it's a heightened reality. Because mm-hmm. you know, like, there's no such thing as like crazy mansion type schools where there's a host club living in it and there's like motorized mechanisms underneath the school so that a crazy fangirl can come out of the floor on a platform what high school did you go to because my high school totally had that your clovis east did not have there there might have been (laughs) not that i i mean there are some there's definitely there was a newer school so Uh not all the nooks and crannies were explored but i'm pretty sure there's something in there but you know what i mean like yeah like you know these kids are richer than god and they Mm. can go to like domed in beaches mm. on the weekends like that's a heightened reality whereas, <laughs> okay okay whereas monthly girls nozaki kun is definitely set in a realistic setting where mm-hmm. it's a school High and school. they're mm-hmm. in japan and mm-hmm. they're regular kids mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. okay 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 yeah i mean so yeah i asked that uh so I'm, so I'm still learning i'm still learning that's okay okay uh but i, I enjoyed that i mean the arc the archetype of uh, the girl asking the or trying trying to tell the boy that she's in love with him. Oh yeah, yeah. And the uh, trope. The trope. Yeah, there you go. Uh, and just trying to figure out like how to let him know that she likes him and <laughs> that she notices him. But then she also gets like roped into helping him make his manga. And by helping him make his manga, maybe he'll notice her more. <laughs> <laughs> but she's also an artist in her own right. Like yes. she mm-hmm. she mostly does like watercolors. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's well, what she she's in the art club. Right, right. She's in the art club. She likes doing art. She mostly focuses on watercolors, but you know she's expanding. She in the in the uh, anime she talks about how she wants to go into oil painting to mm-hmm. kind of further her artistic uh, her artistic palette. Yeah. Um. So so uh, actually, if I remember correctly, in like the first episodes, he talked about how he noticed her, and that's one of our first. Uh, examples of basically what i like to call our relationship blue balls (laughs) where there are moments where it seems like these two kids are gonna possibly get together or there's a hint that he feels the same way as her because pretty much uh nizaki he's oblivious oh he's yeah he's the worst he's he is the worst preach he's a good guy but he's just not a good a, not a good boyfriend. They, well, no, uh, because his head is so wrapped up in like creating his manga mm-hmm. and creating his story that he can't really view anything 
outside of that. Like mm. anything that happens to him in the real world is completely like a, oh, I could totally use this for my comic. <laughs> for my art. For my art. <laughs> like the way that they're looking at each other and speaking to each other, that's how these two characters in my story would look and, and talk to each other. Mm-hmm. And like he can't, he can't not analyze a situation uh, and make it about, like, and not make it about his comic. Mm-hmm. Uh, so pretty much uh, one of our first introduct- introductions is that he tells her that he's noticed her and that makes her so happy. <laughs> but it's only he only noticed her because she posted some art on the school's wall and he thought, huh, that girl could probably, that person, whoever did this art could probably help me with my manga. Yeah. <laughs> and then like as we are introduced to more and more characters, we start to realize that everyone is helping him work on his manga. Which makes me think, who's getting paid? Because he does, it's a, it is a it is a monthly manga right. that he has to turn in, and you know his his editors are, I'm assuming, paying him for his work, but it never really seems like he's paying anybody else for their help. Mm-hmm. So he doesn't have any assistance, oh, like official assistance that are getting paid or that are hired by the company. Do we ever know which company he's with or if it's mm. called anything? No, I don't know, like, what Mm. manga publishing company he's Mm. working for. But according to Wikipedia, in the manga that this is based on, Mm. he does have parents. Okay. But he's convinced his dad that he can live by himself using his manga royalties. Okay. So I guess no one's getting paid because it's all going back into maintaining his apartment. Oh, my... That's kind of (laughs) shitty. Well, he's not really getting paid either. He's he's just paying rent. Well, yeah, but he's not even paying all of his friends for helping him. I mean, (laughs) he he pays them in other ways. Right, right, because the way that... Other ways. No, don't make it dirty. Oh, they they make it dirty as well. (laughs) Not, like, it's... Not on per- not that kind of dirty though. Okay, okay. we're getting ahead in of a comedic way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. One of the people that he has working for him is a character named uh, Mikoto Mikoshiba, who they have nicknamed Mikorin. Mikorin, who's mm-hmm. a really fun character. Uh, he's basically like super suave and and flirty when it comes to the ladies, but inside he's always internally screaming. Because uh, he'll say something really cool and the girls will go wild. And then he's like, oh, my God, I said that thing. And that was so dumb. I can't believe I said that in front of everybody. Stop looking at me. Nobody look at me. <laughs> <laughs> Which can't we all kind of feel a little bit like that? I mean, I feel like that's me 24-7. <laughs> um, one of the funny things about his character is that uh, Chio, uh, the, the main female protagonist, realizes that the girl character in the manga that Nozaki-kun has made personality-wise, is based. Is based on him. On Mikarin. <laughs> <laughs> but Mikarin doesn't realize that. He just thinks... I think he actually thinks that uh, that Nozaki is basing the hero or the... the uh, oh, the, the male ma- protagonist? The male protagonist off of him. Because he does, he does say... Because uh, Nozaki does say that he bases some of his characters off his friends. Right. But he just doesn't say which ones. Right. So and- that's what's kind of fun about the uh, about the show is that figuring out which characters in his own life that he... Are parallel to the characters characters. in his his Mm -hmm. story. Mm -hmm. Uh, And Mikurin's job with the manga is to do, like, uh, backgrounds, but not, not like, fancy backgrounds, more like shoujo bubbles and flowers and... Oh, he's he's fantastic And sparkles and all that stuff. He's the best. Yeah. He's the best at that. And that's why Mikurin works on this. (laughs) Uh, And then in exchange for helping Nuzaki... uh, do that uh i guess he helps him well i guess he's just his friend at first it was yeah, they're just bros yeah they're just bros now um there was a at first they were he was helping him i think to get a little insight on girls but then throughout the or throughout their time working with each other they just became bros yeah mm-hmm. well i think he also realized that Mikurin doesn't really know anything about girls he's mm-hmm. just like making it all up as he goes because he plays dating sims mm-hmm. To help him talk to girls, (laughs) which they uh, end up doing together at some point. They Mm -hmm. end up having a whole episode where they play dating sims. Mm -hmm. Now, is that that an actual thing? Dating sims? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, (laughs) Some of them can be a little more dirty than others. Yeah. Uh, so, so, so is it, I mean, based off, I mean, off the... It's like RP, it's an RPG, but it's all based on, like dating mm-hmm. oh 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 god okay so in oron host club 
what's her name also does a dating sim. That's why she likes glasses. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I always forget the guy with the glasses. <laughs> but uh, I know who you're talking about. Okay, so that's yeah. a, is that like a common thing in Japan or yeah. okay, but do do we have something equivalent to over here? No, I mean not that I I mean I'm a, I'm not really much of a gamer so I don't I don't really know, but it, you know, it's basically like an RPG where you you go around and you try to complete tasks and mm -hmm. you interact with characters and you get to choose how you respond to them, which is why in that episode, uh, when Nazaki is playing the dating sim, mm -hmm. he keeps choosing the wrong the wrong option. Mm -hmm. Where it would be like, <laughs> you know, say hi to her, walk her home, kick her, and then he picks <laughs> kick her <laughs> and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And then uh, there are also like some really pervy dating sims mm. that are more adult. Okay. Okay. The, those exist too, oh, okay. um, because I mean, there's, there's well, because everything every, you know, yeah. everything is a thing. Yeah. <laughs> what is it like? Rule thirty-four. Uh, it's either rule forty uh, or sixty-three or something no, like that. No, 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 that's gender bent stuff. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, like it's like rule thirty-four. There's always porn of everything, something okay, like okay. that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, but there yeah. better not be a porn of this. This. Is oh, I don't go looking for it. I don't want to. I don't want you to be upset. I will be upset. Don't at all. No. No, no, no. No. <laughs> so that's one character. Mikaren mm -hmm. is one character. Mm -hmm. Um. Uh, then we have a uh, CEO who is um, that is a uh, Chio's friend. Chi uh huh. Yeah. Uh, so at, at some point in the series, uh, uh, Nazaki asks Chio if she has any friends that she uh, that he that she thinks could be uh, shojo types or uh, characters that could show up in a shojo manga. Mm -hmm. And the first person that comes to her mind is her best friend CEO, which mm. is not who you would consider to be a shoujo character uh, right because mm. uh she kind of plays on, she doesn't really play on the basketball team mm. she's basically there as like well, practice right well she's more i guess if you could call her anything she's a I, well i mean uh nizaki calls her oblivious uh which is funny coming since, from him since he's oblivious yes uh but she's very much she's not mean and she's, she's just not, blunt she's very blunt very yeah. like she'll say like the first thing that comes to her head yeah and she doesn't understand why you get mad when she says that and she's also very competitive right because mm -hmm. she's used by the boys basketball team as like a really intense drill because mm -hmm. she will just murder everybody on the court uh, not <laughs> only the boys basketball team but the girls get basketball oh, well they team. don't let her play with them anymore <laughs> 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 because she was too crazy mm -hmm. uh but she has a secret talent mm. uh, that well, not it, so. It's not super secret. No, no, it's no. It's well, it's I guess in her circle she's of in friends. The, she's in the Glee Club. Yes. Yeah. But not everybody knows that it's her right. because uh, there's the more or less a um, uh, a legend of uh, a girl called Lorelai of the Glee Club, which Bridge <laughs> uh, Co. She sings beautifully. Yes. Like she sings like the most professional opera singer. You've heard in your entire life, and it's absolutely beautiful. The amount of emotion that she puts into her music, you would think would be in her own soul somewhere, but that's just not shown in like her her daily interactions with regular people. Right, <laughs> so. and she likes to torture uh, another character named Wakamatsu, mm -hmm. who is on the <laughs> basketball team. <laughs> and uh, pretty much, there's a there's an episode where. Wakamatsu is trying to tell her that she's too rough and right. too mean. And she stresses him out. And that he's just trying his hardest to just tell her this, but she's she just doesn't get it. She just... Well, and he's also too nice. Right. So that's another thing. Like, he doesn't really know how to, to be assertive with her. Mm. And so he ends up, like, writing her a really sweet letter to, like, meet him somewhere so he can tell her off. Mm. And she's like, it looked like you wrote me a love letter. <laughs> <laughs> and then he was, like, going to throw a glove at her to challenge her to a duel, but he ended he just up just handing her a off. pair of mittens. And she goes, thanks. And she's like, oh, thanks. <laughs> it's a gift. It looks nice. So in her mind, basically, she now has this guy who is, like, madly in love with her. <laughs> Uh, which is not the case. No. Uh, he, well, I mean, I feel like there's... I like to think that there's some kind of affection there. I feel like later on... Well, you know... Like, by the time the show ends, mm -hmm. I like to think that they kind of like each other. Yeah, well, you know that old saying, like, uh, love, and, uh, love and hate are the only two degrees away from each other type of situation. Very thin line. Yeah, very thin line. There you go. <laughs> mm -hmm. And then uh, what's really funny is that Nozaki ends up making a character based on her, mm -hmm. but it's a male character. <laughs> <laughs> that's the kind, that's a, also, that's a, a funny thing, is that a lot of the characters we meet, they do wind themselves, uh, they wind up in 
uh, Nozaki's um, manga, but their genders are always reversed. Yeah, that's like one of the interesting things about this show is that it does kind of like poke at gender roles, but mm-hmm. not not in a not in a, like a ham fisted way, and mm-hmm. it doesn't like try to demean anybody. Right, right. It's just very. It's just what it is. Mm-hmm. It's not saying that these uh, that uh, each gender has to act this way specifically, but that uh, you know we're all people and we all have kind of the same emotions. Uh, but uh, it's just funny when it's coming. It's coming. And you see the main character, or you see the boy character that the girl character is based off of in Zaki's uh, manga. But mm. not only that, like, mm. uh, you know, a boy, a very stoic, quiet boy is the one writing a shoujo series. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you also have the uh, prince character, mm-hmm. who is my favorite character mm-hmm. in the show. Not, yeah, let's talk about her. So yeah. uh, Her name is Kashima. Mm-hmm. And Kashima is a member of the drama club, mm-hmm. and she's very tall, and she always ends up playing, like, the lead boy roles. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the girls are crazy about her. And we call, and she, uh, her nickname is The Prince. The Prince. <laughs> and um, if anybody had ever met High School Me, this is exactly <laughs> who I wanted to be. Really, Kelly? Oh, God, yes. <laughs> I wanted to be, because I, you know, I, I, I mean, in a way, it was a lot of problematic bullshit. Um, but you know, I, I always felt like I wasn't quite good at being a girl, which is like, you know, now that I'm older, I realize that's dumb. There's no wrong way to be a girl. But, uh, back then when I was subscribing to really problematic gender standards, blah, blah, blah. Uh, I always looked at characters like the Prince character Mm -hmm. and wanted to emulate them because Mm -hmm. they were girls, but they were much more boyish in their presentation of themselves, mm-hmm. but they were still girls. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? But they were also like really confident in their, in their selves. Like yeah, they the weren't trying to prove it to anybody, right. but themselves. Like mm-hmm. they could be boyish girls and it didn't matter. Mm-hmm. They didn't give a shit about what you thought. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she, <laughs> she's the best. Um, but she, yeah, she plays all the boy roles in, mm-hmm. in the drama club. Mm-hmm. And uh, she's always at odds with the club president, who is Hori, who Hori? also mm-hmm. works on the manga with mm-hmm. Nizaki-kun. Pretty sure, I mean, everybody works on the manga with Nizaki, uh, except for uh, Kiyashima. Uh, she's just, uh, she's just a, a type that he puts yeah. in the manga. Well, and Wakamatsu mm-hmm. doesn't work for oh no wakamatsu does no, wakamatsu end up working on the manga he does but kind bit. of kind of by accident just as right 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 because he does the screen tones right, right, right. yeah, mm-hmm. so yeah you're right Kashi- more or less everybody helps kashima and seo mm-hmm. seo doesn't actively work on the manga she's just a character mm-hmm. she ends up like her personality ends up it, becoming a character right, right right yeah um but now that's an interesting uh uh interesting story uh with uh, uh kiyashima and hori uh, well, Hori is the director of the drama club. Uh, yeah, yeah, he's so the he's president. A, so he's always putting uh, Kurashima in uh, the leading roles because she's good. She's a good actor, uh, and he respects her. But at the same time, she's always getting herself into trouble. Well, because uh, she's always ditching, ditching school, which could possibly well, ditching, get her. Well, she doesn't ditch school; she ditches the club meeting. I, 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 I got the sense that she was also ditching classes, which could oh, was she? which could uh, cause her to get like suspended. And, and then, then kicked out of the then, club. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. So I, that's what, I mean, I could be wrong. I could be uh, looking too deep into it. But I figured that's why he was, like, yeah. being really mean to her So sometimes. their relationship is a little problematic because mm-hmm. he's always beating her up because mm-hmm. she's always ditching. But also, I mean, he just kind of considers her uh, kind of one of the guys. And well, because he thinks she's a boy when they first meet each other. Right, right. It took, he's... like, a couple months before or, or something uh, yeah. to figure out that she was a girl. Even <laughs> though she was, like, Wearing her uniform, mm-hmm. like she wasn't cross dressing. She was wearing her skirt when they first met, but he, she was so so much taller than him that he was just like having mm-hmm. to look up at her all the time, mm-hmm. and didn't really I, catch that she was a girl. Kind of looking back, preach every single character except for uh, uh, Chio is oblivious to like the situation uh, to their situation. Yeah, I guess Chio in a way is supposed to be the audience. Mm-hmm. She's kind of like our window into mm. the into the oh, crazy yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but pretty much i mean all the characters are fantastic yeah. uh, i mean just the little things that we're kind of touching on are only a very small slice of what makes this thing or makes the show great mm-hmm. um and i just i fell in love with it i mean pretty much the characters are all engaging the comedy is good uh it, it was kind of i mean like or on coast club it's I means it is a straight comedy 
there's not a lot of drama. Actually, actually, there's not much drama. There's hardly at all. any drama. I mean, yeah, there's yeah. some tension as far as relationships go, just with like Ki- uh, Chio and mm. Nazaki kun, because it's mm. always the which I'm sure if Lola did watch this, she would <laughs> love because she's a big fan of when characters pine for each other <laughs> or when one character pines for another character, and mm. there's. There's a lot of almost moments, which mm. she's obsessed with. Oh, God, so many almost moments. <laughs> it drove me nuts. And it's not until, like, the sixth episode when they, like, start, like, really putting it on where each, like, episode there's, like, this moment where Nuzaki uh, is so close to, like, saying, like, I love you or <laughs> that I want us to be together. Yeah. Uh, but he doesn't. He just goes right into, like, how can this help me with my work? Or how can we uh, be more productive in my and to make yeah. my manga great? <laughs> like in the one episode when um, when it rains mm-hmm. and she was like, oh, I forgot my umbrella. And then Nozaki's like, oh, I also forgot my umbrella. And then Seo ends up giving them one so mm-hmm. they can walk home and they're walking together. Mm-hmm. And she was like, oh my God, we're sharing an umbrella. It's so <laughs> romantic. And everything goes wrong because... Uh, Nozaki is so wrapped up in thinking about a scenario for his manga in which the two characters have to share an umbrella mm-hmm. that he's bad at sharing an umbrella with Chio mm-hmm. and she ends up getting doused in the rain. <laughs> uh, and then there's also, uh, I think, the moment that they... Um, that they're going to go see a movie and she thinks it's a date, but he actually wants to go see this crazy action film because there's a lot of good shots of buildings mm-hmm. from multiple angles. And he wants to watch it so he can get ideas of how to draw backgrounds mm-hmm. for his, yeah, his story. Pretty, I mean, God damn it. I mean, he just won't let her love him. And it's just, <laughs> it's really upsetting. And, you know, at, at first you would think that, you know, if this would get old, that, you know, that. But it never does. It never does. And, you know, you love uh, Chio so much. She's so sweet. She, you know, she's so kind of bright eyed in a way that she just want. It's not even a fact that she wants him to love her back. He just, she just wants him to notice her kind of in that way. Yeah. Like, it doesn't have to be romantics so much. I mean, even though she would love it so much. Uh, but, you know, just have him just acknowledge her as, <laughs> as that type of that type of person. Right, a person and, who, like, feels. <laughs> and, I mean, one of the main things at the very beginning is that you would think a guy who runs a more or less successful ma- uh, shoujo, shoujo manga. manga would have a little insight on how girls tick or how romance works. Right. But he has no idea. Right. Which is where the comedy's at. <laughs> right, right. He's just I mean, he's just going off of what other people have told him or uh, what other stories he can kind of think of. Right. And it's just, it's crazy. This guy cannot see, like, what's right in front of him. <laughs> and it's upsetting. And that's why I call a relation blue balls. <laughs> it's not cool, man. <laughs> Uh, like you're so upset. I am very upset. Oh God! I'm, I'm okay. So so spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. At the very end of the series, you know, we have a, a typical kind. Uh, uh, it's a summer uh, festival. Summer festival. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Summer festival. Which I think they also talk about. Like Nizaki also mentions how he wants to write a summer festival scenario mm-hmm. into his manga. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so once again, doesn't it doesn't matter what we're doing? We're always working on the manga. But there's uh, this moment. I mean, so. Uh, Chio and Uzaki basically spend most of the summer festival together. They're having fun, you know. They're eating, the, and they're seeing all the uh, everybody else there, kind of enjoying themselves. And everybody gets a really sweet moment. Mm-hmm. And then at the very end, you know, they're they're at the top of this of this hill, and the fireworks. I think they're start. sitting on a jungle gym. Jungle gym? Yeah, it's even more yeah. romantic. Oh god! <laughs> uh, and so they're on the jungle gym. The the fireworks start going, and you know it's. It's dim light. They're looking at each other. And you know what? For, for a moment, you, you think. You think they're going to kiss. No, I mean, not even that they're going to kiss, but that he's just going to tell her that, you know, because there's a moment he says, like, you know, all this time, I, uh, all the moments we spent to e- with each other, I just want you to know. And then there's, like, this moment where you just, you feel like, you know, they teased us enough. You know, this is, this is going to happen. This is where it's going to get good. And then, you know, he says, uh, You've you've done a really good job. Like you're yeah. not even in a like, like way to go, buddy. Yeah, way to go, buddy. Not even <laughs> in a like he kind of corrects himself where he does he doesn't want to love anybody. He just doesn't realize that he can love anybody or something like that. I don't know. It's just it's... I think he knows though. <laughs> I think he does. I think in that moment that he does realize that he likes her. But... If he knew that he likes her, he should tell her. Cause dear God, <laughs> this girl has been 
all has been around all this time. Just throw her a goddamn bone. <laughs> it's not cool. Well, one, of my, one of my other favorite things about that that episode is that you finally figure out where her crush started because mm-hmm. you have little moments oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and it's hinted at throughout the series, which, uh, the first moment it's ever hinted at where I think he picks her up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's where she realized that she, like, she thought he was her soulmate basically. No. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I mean, even before, even before the finale, when you really get into that scenario, there's another episode early on where she flashes back to him mm-hmm. at the first time they met. And you get a hint of it at first. And you're okay, like, okay. oh. Like, that's a really good moment. And then you find out that um, when they first met, she was running. they were both running late for school. And they had locked the gate, I think, because they were late. They were late to opening ceremonies mm-hmm. for their first year of school. Right. And they had locked the gate, and she didn't know how to get over it. And he was so tall that he picked her up mm-hmm. and lifted her. <laughs> and then that's when she was like, Oh my god! Mm-hmm. I, I, love it. I love him. <laughs> he just puts her down, like there you go. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, great. See you at an opening ceremony. <laughs> uh, uh, I I love that aspect of it. I always love, I always love those flashbacks in shoujo manga where characters like realize where their love for another character started. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I like that trope. <laughs> That's one of my favorite tropes. Uh, it, it's funny. You would think that. You know, usually this type of character, uh, Nozaki, who's just kind of oblivious, and if you're if you're correct, but he does like her, but he just doesn't know how to say it, mm-hmm. I would usually get really angry at those type of characters because I feel like they're hurting these these other characters that love them or by I mean, not saying how they not saying how they feel uh, because you know that's just not cool. Uh, you know, be, uh. I'm, I'm going to get it real with you guys. Okay. Okay. No, no, no. Just, I mean, growing up, I mean, we all feel this way. Whenever there's a person you like, and even if you tell them that uh, the way you feel, and they don't uh, they don't return that kind of feeling, that's okay. I mean, that that's life. Uh, but to kind of say that and them not even acknowledge that you have those feelings uh, is, is very is selfish in a way, where it's kind of like, uh, if he knew that that's what's happening, and then he's just keeping around just to have someone like that, then that's not cool. That's a really bad relationship. I mean, you should never be with somebody that is only keeping you around to make them feel better or to feel better about themselves. Right, uh, but that's so that's not what this is. This is not what this is. And so I'm what I'm saying. Sorry, uh, what I'm saying is that I would normally hate that type of character um, if. Nizaki was that type of character, but at first you kind of feel like that might be where that's going, but it doesn't. He's just uh, a complete oblivious doof. Uh, that sounds it, familiar. Okay. <laughs> sounds like somebody else I knew. Okay, fine. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Uh, stop looking at me that way. <laughs> <laughs> I was a, I was an oblivious doof. I'm sorry. Yep. Okay, okay. Chased you for three months. I'm sorry. That's okay. We're married now. <laughs> you caught me. The end result is pretty great. <laughs> there you go, girl. So, so with that in mind, there might be some hope for Nizaki and Chio. Well, I think at the moment when they're watching the fireworks mm-hmm. and he and he's looking at her mm-hmm. and he leans over, I think he says that fireworks are really pretty. He I does. think that's yeah, what he yeah. whispers to her. I believe her. so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think that like with the way that he's looking at her and and the fact that he like leans over to really intimately tell her that the fireworks are really pretty, mm-hmm. I think that's his moment of realizing that he likes her. Mm-hmm. And not that he didn't like her before i think it's just the first time that he's looking at her in that way mm-hmm. it's like the first time he's having those feelings about anything mm-hmm. that he's finally found something that he loves more than his manga that's so, what i think so fireworks no her <laughs> he really loves those fireworks because no. <laughs> all he says is that the fireworks are really pretty. no but what he means is you're really pretty <laughs> well then he should say it but he doesn't know how well he should <laughs> That's all I mean. Oh, Dear God. All right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. I do know what you mean. I do. I wish there was a second season. But I mean, there, I mean, I mean the manga is still, still going. going. According so. to Wikipedia, the manga is still going. Mm-hmm. So, so I might have to read it to figure out what's going on because just, oh, God damn, this show <laughs> is so beautiful and the, <laughs> the, the, the characters are just well, so actually, cool. Actually, hold on. Oh, oh. The manga volumes stopped at volume five. Mm-hmm. In 2014, it might not still be going. Oh, then how come I thought it said it was ongoing? Well, it did in the 
description. In the, in the yeah, in the okay. very beginning of the description. But well, either way, there be a, there better be an ending, a more uh, defined ending that these that at least that uh, Nozaki mm-hmm. uh, does realize that he likes her or that she likes him and something. I just need something. Like I would have, I would have give what I would have gave for. There's a moment at the end of the episode where you're right. He does lean in and he says something. And it's sort of like a lost in translation situation where you're not quite sure what he said. Oh, the so, Sofia Coppola film. Yeah. Yeah. So it's uh, so there's like that moment where you think, oh, like, like, yeah, it's open to interpretation. Oh, oh, you're like, this yeah. is it. This the, is the moment. And then the audience can just say, oh, he must have said he loved her, and if they live happily ever after. They have millions of babies, and it's just, <laughs> and he has, and he has a great career, uh, or they they join forces and have a great career of being manga artist or whatever. Yeah. But then, you, you, but then next scene is like him saying oh, yeah, it's that an the, after credit scene. Yeah. Then the, the scene is that the fireworks are pretty or he says she does a good job. I forget which one it is, but I think he says the fireworks are beautiful. And it's just like you ruined it. But one of the really nice moments before he ever leans over and they're watching the fireworks together is that Sakura, Chio Sakura, mm. uh, you know, she has the moment where she realizes that like just being with him like that is is fine. Mm-hmm. Like she doesn't really need anything more at the mm-hmm. time she just wants to be with him mm-hmm. and like help him and, and care about him yeah god damn that's beautiful kelby yeah okay i mean yeah yeah <laughs> and i and i felt that way too like you know it's you know even if you can't have the love you want you can be with the love you uh, <laughs> no we are not going no, no, to quote no, no, that right. horrible song i know I know. that's I know. not what that song means. i know i know i know um uh, but you no, know, that that's beautiful. I mean, if yeah. uh, she that she can accept just being with him, that's and that's awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know that, that's that's a relationship that we can all strive for. I mean, just to just, just to, to love being with somebody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and mm-hmm. not like not the idea of what you think they are, not putting them up on this weird pedestal mm-hmm. and, and stuff like that, but like mm-hmm. just who they are, like the fact that he's this big goofus who mm-hmm. is super oblivious to her affections. Like she's okay with that. Right. right. And she, she acknowledges that he's a big yeah. goofus that he will, that he most likely will never be able to like say the things she wants him to say, but there's still the fact that, you know, deep down inside that he could love her in that kind of way. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's, 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 it's beautiful. It's a goddamn beautiful show. <laughs> it's really sweet. I didn't think that, you know, I, and I loved Oran Host Club. I yeah. loved it so much, and I thought it was it was a lot of fun. And uh, I'm so happy that they're going to have a second season coming up, or that the the manga's coming back. Or I can't remember which. I can't but remember way, if it's going to be a. This second is not season an Oran or... Host Club episode. <laughs> I'm sure we'll have to talk about that at some point. But I feel like the girls would not like it if we talked about it without them. <laughs> uh, but this show just, I got so involved into it. I mean, just the uh, everything about it was just beautiful, and it all just kind of blends in. And it's fun. It's just a fun anime. Mm-hmm. And because it's only 12 episodes, it's a really quick watch. Um, but you just you enjoy yourself. You feel good. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, based off what I've said, like, I do get angry. <laughs> but it's an it's a angry that is also kind of satisfying. Like, you can, sure. you can... You can be angry at the situation. But also, it's beautiful that there's this kind of relationship that is promoted on uh in anime mm-hmm. that uh you know it's not the perfect ending that we all hope for but there's still hope basically right. mm-hmm. well and there's it's also like it's satisfying for the characters involved mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and that's that's always nice mm-hmm. <laughs> one thing that i also think is super nice is that like there's there's all these diverse uh female characters that that never really have a problem with each other mm-hmm. you know like one oh yeah mm-hmm. One thing that that can arise in stories like these is like a rival mm-hmm. or, you know, girls being mean to each other. Mm-hmm. But all the girls within the show are just friends. Mm-hmm. Like there's really no problem. There's no weird love triangles. Mm-hmm. And, and even even with all the boy characters that are about, there are no love triangles, which I really like. Right. There are some moments when uh, Chio gets a little worried when Nizaki talks about like, uh, another manga artist that he admires. Oh, or, yeah, yeah, and they hang out. And they hang out. So she gets, I mean, she gets worried that there could be something going on. 
but she never at any point says like I must crush this other girl. Right. And then even mm-hmm. when she meets that girl, she becomes friends with her. Like mm-hmm. there's never a moment where they're at odds. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, she she gets yeah, I mean, she's 16. So of course <laughs> there's going to be a little moment of like does he like her more than me? Oh, she's so pretty. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But like there's there's never a story moment where that becomes a problem. Mm-hmm. Like it's a fleeting thought and then she meets her and it's like, "No, let's just be more friends." <laughs> and uh yeah, yeah, that's one of the refreshing things about the show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but I mean, this—I mean, Kelby. Yes. Uh, this is called Love and Justice. So I mean, yeah. I guess uh, what are uh, I and mean, there's definitely a lot of love. Sure. Uh, not enough justice, though, if I have to say so myself. <laughs> <laughs> um, so pretty much, what would you say is like? I mean, we talked a little bit about it, but what's your favorite thing about the about Monthly Girls? About Monthly Girls? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh man, I don't know. I don't know. I guess because when I watched it, it it kind of gave me that that like butterfly feeling. Uh, when I was young, like when I was young, and mm-hmm. I would watch, I would watch shows or read stories about these kinds of relationships, and I'd get all giddy, and I'd be <laughs> like, "Oh, is it gonna work out? I don't know." <laughs> and you know, when you get when you get older and you become an adult, like it's hard to enjoy things that way. Mm-hmm. Like it's hard to enjoy things the way you did when you were younger, mm-hmm. and so. <clears throat> this was a series that I watched and definitely like enjoyed as if I was younger. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess that's maybe my favorite thing about it. Like I felt all giddy and I had <laughs> and I got all butterflies and and it made me feel the way I did, you know, when I had a crush mm-hmm. and I wondered if somebody liked me <laughs> uh, and uh, and I felt like nothing I was saying or doing was getting my point across. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, and that happens to that happens to everybody mm-hmm. uh, sometimes more than once. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I guess I yeah, I guess that's my favorite part of it. It's just reliving <laughs> the whole aspect of young love of young <laughs> what was your favorite thing about it my favorite i mean uh was just the reflesh uh the uh refreshing take on certain character types and that you can't always put someone in a certain i mean you can't put them in a certain character type that we're all different types of people um working towards different goals um i liked that i liked the fact that um uh, uh, uh he is he was he's kind of portrayed as the manly boy as the manly uh, man who is oh, the can, suave guy the suave guy who can talk to girls the ladies man yeah the ladies man who can talk to girls and like nothing bothers him but you know deep down inside he he is bothered by it i mean mm-hmm. he's he's embarrassed he's shy i yeah. mean it's it's crazy how people want to be around him or want to talk to him or want to I mean date him, mm-hmm. but he's so he's kind of so shy that he can he can fake a, a slight interaction with them. But the fact of uh, like actually going to like an in depth conversation or you know hanging out with anybody for too long, I mean that are not like his main friends, makes him really uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And you know he's working towards that uh, to get more comfortable. Uh, and that's why he th- plays dating Sims. Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's, there's other way of doing it, but that's one way. Um, but I like that there was that type of character because, you know, I mean, as growing up, I kind of felt the same way that, you know, I could never, well, uh, that I was never quite the manly, the manly man type. I was uh, much more soft-spoken, um, uh, did a lot more drama in school and, uh, you know, was quiet uh, but I had my main groups of friends that I felt comfortable around. And, but when I did try to be, um, uh, when I tried to be over the top or talk to people in a different way, I always felt, I always regressed back into like my, my, myself and my shy self. So it was, it was just nice to see that type of character, uh, on screen. Cause mm-hmm. I never saw, I mean, I'm sure there's probably some more out there. I'm still, I'm still learning. <laughs> uh, but it was just nice seeing that. And it was nice to see that that type of character exists and that we are aware of that type of character, uh, is around. Sure. So I like that. I like that it goes in depth into not just that, but you know, CO, her being they're all multifaceted. They're, there you go. You're so much better with words than I am. <laughs> and that's why we're married. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're good at words. Uh, but no, I mean, it's just, oh, God damn, the show. It's just, <laughs> it's so beautiful. This uh, Every character has their, their, uh, their wants and their fears. While not directly established, you can tell what they are. And that just goes to like the, the, how good the writing is. And how good the the acting is, um, and definitely the uh, I would recommend the sub 
Um, oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. The the original subtitle version is very good. Very very good, and just like every single note, they get like on point, and it's just mm-hmm. it's beautiful. I know I keep saying that over and over again, but it really is. Yeah, I mean they're like they're such fun characters because they're not just they're not just an archetype. Like they're mm. presented as an archetype, mm. and then there's a lot more going on with mm. them. Like Chio is presented as your typical shoujo heroine, unrequited love, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. But underneath that, she's she's really funny. And she kind of, in her, you know, in her inner monologue is like, what the fuck is going on? Mm-hmm. Why are you such an idiot? <laughs> are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. Like, but on the outside, she's like this quiet, mm-hmm. sweet, demure kind of girl. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you've got Mikurin, as you said. Mm-hmm. And then you've got uh, Kashima. You know, Kashima is that cool, suave tomboy. Mm-hmm. But underneath that she really wants hori to like her exactly yeah and maybe we not even really... in a romantic way she just really craves his attention like, right right uh, she wants that, his validation so and to that, speak. that's that's really cool as well because i mean and that shows that you can be the you know the tomboy the prince type but still want um you know uh another person to acknowledge you and mm-hmm. to like you and like you said not maybe in that way although i do think she wants him to oh like i her think they way. like each oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. i think mm-hmm. she likes hori mm-hmm. i think kashima wants hori to, <laughs> to like her mm-hmm. but she uh, she's very much has like a sailor jupiter uh character about her in a way i mm-hmm. feel like she's a jupiter a jupiter uranus <laughs> type mm-hmm. she's uranus in the way that she can like woo all the girls mm-hmm. and she's not afraid to be princely and <laughs> stuff like that but she's also jupiter because she's it's a little less ridiculous because mm-hmm. uh, 90s jupiter was boy crazy mm-hmm. but it's the same of like you're cute hey look at me <laughs> what's up <laughs> how are you <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah mm-hmm. yeah i want to talk about just for a second, I want to mm. talk about the episode where they play, where Mikarin and Nazaki kun play the dating sim game and uh-huh. get completely obsessed with the sidekick character. Mm. Oh yeah, 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 I forget who his name is, but okay. So throughout the episode, uh, Mikarin is uh, playing a dating sim as we established. Yeah, and he's playing. He's playing it at. Uh, Nazaki's house. Right, right. Because uh, during, you know, in between doing jobs uh, for the manga, you know, they have downtime. So he spends his downtime playing the dating sim. Mm-hmm. Uh, so at one point, uh, Nazaki comes over and says, what are you doing? And so uh, he gets, uh, so uh, uh, Mikarin gets him to start playing the, the dating sim game. And throughout the game, we are then uh, given this uh, our best friend character Tomata Tomata who pretty much like is hey Tomoda 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 I have no idea T O M O D A I'm gonna call him Tom Tomoda <laughs> okay <laughs> uh, but anyways he's our best friend character and throughout the entire game he's like hey buddy how's it going yeah. you know you can always talk to me about uh, what you uh, <laughs> about other girls it's like you have to go after her or else she'll never know how you truly feel. And then at the very end, he's like, uh, it's graduation day. Mm-hmm. And he, the best friend goes um, something to the effect of, like, it's been a great three years, man. I hope we can still be friends. And then the game, the game ends. Right. Uh, and the boys are like, <laughs> oh, my God. But what about you? <laughs> Who's supposed to love you? <laughs> so they go into. <laughs> so uh, they become obsessed and they're going to write, like, they're going to write their own story mm-hmm. about. The, the friend character getting getting love. And getting like, but love. who's worthy of him? Who's good enough yeah, for him? No one is good enough None for him. None of these girl characters in this game are good enough for Tomoda. But then we but then we figure out, wait, he cares about us so much that we are right, right for him. The game the game's yeah. protagonist. The game protagonist yes. is like uh, is his true love. <laughs> <laughs> and so, and so then they then they go into uh, actually making uh, a shoujo manga that is basically those two characters yes. just finding love of each other <laughs> and it's beautiful i love mm. that so much because mm. like they get oh it's so tina belcher in a way <laughs> of, mm. of, of just like oh this character is the best i want everything to be great for them i'm gonna make my own story where everything works out for this character i like <laughs> <laughs> that's one of my favorite episodes mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> And that, and I think that's that's the episode where I really started to realize how this show does turn mm-hmm. gender roles on its head mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Like the fact that these boys get so emotionally invested in this dating sim game so much so that like this best friend character becomes the end all be all <laughs> of that entire game mm-hmm. for for them. <laughs> I love oh god, I love that so much. Mm-hmm. Uh so uh you know, 10 out of 10 stars. 10 out of 10 stars. Oh, absolutely. For sure. Absolutely. 
in fact, uh, yeah, it's just it's a good uh, it's just a good show. <laughs> uh, it's a lot of fun. I mean, it doesn't really it has nothing to do with uh, with magical girls or anything like that. No, but it is a shoujo series. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, and you were telling me that. So, so Sailor Moon is considered shoujo as well. Or? Yeah, okay. shoujo just means that it's it's aimed at girls. Okay, mm-hmm. so. As long as the story is aimed at girls, it can be a shoujo. Now, where does uh, lo- uh, Club Love er- uh, Earth Defense <laughs> oh, uh, uh, fall under? <laughs> Cute High Earth Defense Cute, Club Love. Cute High. Oh, God so damn. many words in that yeah. title. Mm-hmm. Cute High Earth Defense Club Love. Love, love, love. Um, I mean, that's really difficult because it's, it's a magical boy show, mm-hmm. and they're all pretty boys. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's definitely appealing to a girl audience, but there are no girls in the show, mm-hmm. which is very characteristic of like a shonen series. Mm-hmm. I feel like it just kind of break. It's its own thing. Its own thing. Yeah, oh, it kind of transcends genre. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't really have a, a place to put it. Mm-hmm. It's its own thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, uh, Kelby, do you have much experience in like shoujo animes? Do you watch a lot of them? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> So me kind of like so I've so I've watched this and I yes. love it. I've watched Oran Host Club. I yeah. love it. Uh, are there any other shojo animes that you uh, you think I or our listeners should should watch? Um. Well, I mean, I, I also watched uh, Snow White with a red hair. Yeah, I think uh, you could qualify that as a shojo series. Shojo as well. Yeah, I think so. But it's kind of it's adventure type though. Yeah, it's yeah, fantasy. yeah. But it's a little more aimed at girls, mm. just because there's not a whole lot of action. It's mm-hmm. a lot more character driven. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know, it's it's the, the it's a heroine like it's a heroine story. Mm-hmm. It's a, so. Which which I'll say again, I I loved. Uh, Snow White with the red hair. Yeah. I feel like I, people are gonna start thinking I love everything I watch because I only <laughs> talk about like. The good well, things. Only, I've only seen well, good things. We only things. really want to, you know. I mean, we don't always talk about the stuff that we love on this show, mm. but usually nine times out of ten, mm. we're we're on here talking about something we like. Mm. I feel like the only time we've ever really talked about something we hated was that Dracula musical, <laughs> <laughs> and that was bad. It was so bad. Oh God. Um. Mm. Uh, so any other show shows? Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. Uh, there's one. It's a little more dramatic, and I actually watched it right after this. So. Uh, I have I have a hard time keeping the two storylines separate from each other because they both kind of follow. It's like a more dramatic version of Monthly Girls Nozaki Kun without any of the manga stuff. Mm-hmm. It's uh, called Say You Love Me. Say You Love Me. Okay. okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. like that's a really fun shoujo series. Mm-hmm. It's very emotional. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like that one a lot. I mean, Fruits Basket was one I've of heard my. You talk about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was one of my first anime series. Mm-hmm. Like. Like, when I really started to get into anime after we moved from Oklahoma to here, and, like, there was way more anime at my disposal, Mm -hmm. uh, Fruits Basket was one of my first ones. Mm -hmm. And then, um, oh, hold on. Fruits Basket. I guess you're a lot. I don't know if your Lion April would count as a shoujo. Mm -hmm. It's really sad, though. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) So you have to be emotionally prepared to watch that one. Well, I don't like the sound of that. But Mm. it's really good. Mm. And the animation's really pretty. And it's a really good dub. I watched the dub. Um, It's probably one of the most amazing dubs I've ever seen. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, I guess those are my shoujo recommendations. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And I guess, I mean, like I said, I haven't seen much shoujo. But I will recommend... uh, So... Looking for something, uh, or after watching Monthly Girls, mm-hmm. I went looking for other things like this. Cause, oh, yeah. Because I would just, I fell in love with this show, you guys. I cannot say that enough how much I loved this show to the point where I had to find more like it or else I was going to die. <laughs> uh, and I definitely found something close to, or uh, maybe, or maybe even being as good as it, and it's called Bakuman. Oh yeah, uh, Bakuman's a really good show. Bakuman is really good. I mean, oh. it is more. Would you say it's, it's shown more, in? It's shown in. Okay, yeah. okay, uh, but it is slice of life. Yes, uh, definitely. Okay, okay. Um, so it, I mean, Bakuman follows uh, these two main characters, uh, and uh, without spoiling it, because who knows? Maybe we'll talk about that sometime. Yeah, maybe. Um, but um, they are manga artists, or they're manga creators. Right. Uh, they one, want to create manga. They want to create manga. One is a manga artist. One's a manga writer, and they join forces to make their idea of the best manga ever. So they want, their dream is to make the best manga and to get that manga into an anime because (laughs) uh, the main uh, artist character, uh, 
he made basically a deal or a wish with a girl that he that he's loved ever since uh like uh, since they were kids since they were kids that if he can get uh, she wants to be a voice actress mm-hmm. so he says like on their like I think it's like their third year of school uh, high school I, I still don't quite yeah get I think how. it's their third year of high school okay um but he tells her that if he if they can make a manga and get it to be an anime that she can be the voice actor uh, voice actor and if that happens that they can get married <laughs> and, and there's like 14 they're I 14 think. but the thing is, is she, but the thing is she says yes yeah that if they can do that and they can make their dreams come true they can get married <laughs> and so then we spend three beautiful seasons trying to figure out uh, uh, finding out if they can do it, if they can make their dreams come true. And I'm not going to tell you if they do come true, but just tell you it's beautiful. Oh, this is beautiful, Kelby. There's just so much love in the world, and I love it all. I'm so glad that you're happy. <laughs> but yeah, so if you if you do watch Monthly Girl and you want more of something like this, uh, then I definitely recommend Bakuman, because it's just... Yeah, Bakuman's it, a good show. It's also a really good show. And it's good by the characters. creators who did Death Note. Which, don't let that fool you. It, it's pretty lighthearted. Yeah, yeah. It's a very, very different series <laughs> very compared different to series. Death Note. But they do make some slams against Death Note a little bit. Uh, Sometimes, yeah. Uh, just uh, because they are manga artists. So they talk about like different uh, manga in the world and make some, like, uh, actually make references to, like, um, One Piece and um, Naruto. And Dragon Ball. And Dragon Ball. And just, it's uh, once again, like Monthly Girls, kind of goes in depth of the both history and the creation of manga. Yeah, so you, I learned I learned quite a bit. So if you do like that, that so if you like that those type of shows that not only you're enjoying a good story, but you're also learning a little bit of how manga is created or how this whole industry mm-hmm. kind of is uh, how it works, uh, it's great. It's a great show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> pretty pretty good mm-hmm. <laughs> anything else you want to recommend there sam oh god um i think i've already mentioned uh, but I, I was watching um uh, uh my hero academia uh i both finished the uh the sub and the dub and they're both and they're both fantastic yeah um uh, that's funimation uh you can watch that um and it's fantastic um uh i also watched this thing called uh is this a zombie which you didn't if- like that though no, not I did really. not. No, I did not. Uh, well, I mean, it was interesting. You can follow. I mean, I, I, I tweeted a little bit about it, <laughs> and it's just it was a weird show. I do have to say, uh, well, yeah, it's just a weird show. I mm-hmm. wouldn't recommend it. Um, but I did watch it. Uh, it was my first. I want to say my truly first uh, harem, harem anime. anime. Yeah. Uh, not including uh, uh, Oron, since it's a reverse harem anime right. in a way. Uh, but that was my first harem anime, and it was weird. <laughs> it was a weird show, and I, I I finished it. I will say I finished it, uh, not because I wanted to, <laughs> but because I just felt the need to keep watching. Because I thought maybe I get some answers, <laughs> but I don't. You never do. So I'm gonna make that. I'm I'm making that a new kind of lesson I learned. Where you know what? If you just don't like something, just shut it off most likely you're not going to get more well, you answers know, mo- most people mm-hmm. function that way if oh. they don't like it they just stop doing it. okay well i'm not normal you're the I only am. one who's really a glutton for punishment yeah i mean yeah uh, <laughs> that, that that's me that's me all over i just i just feel like if if you, if you keep going at it that you know most likely it would get better but mm, not know. always okay but, but yeah that's all right because monthly girls nazaki kun is, was is a good show is a good show so and like from first episode to last episode, right. there's not there's not a bad episode in the bunch. Um, and so, like I said, 12 episodes, easy watch. You should watch it right now. And if you <laughs> haven't turned this off already and watched it, then shame on you. Shame <laughs> on you. Because we just spoiled the whole show. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sorry about it. But also <laughs> sorry, not. Sorry, but not sorry. But also not, yeah, because we <laughs> warned you about it. Uh, so that, there you go. There you have it. That'll mm-hmm. conclude... This house party episode of Love and Justice, a house serious party <laughs> podcast. Could that be the new like theme of you guys? Uh, oh, you want to write a specific theme for yeah. like any time we do a house party it's episode? A house party. 
<laughs> I guess we'll work on that. We do have those kazoos that we ordered. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, Sam, mm-hmm. thank you for joining me. Thank you for having me, Kelby. It's such a pleasure to, to come on the show. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you know, you, you, you were in the living room. It was easy to get you to come into this room. Well, I don't know. You had to, like, uh, uh, force me with, like, uh, uh, with this, uh, Reese's Pieces and just on the floor. And yeah, I, I had to them. leave a trail. Yeah, leave a trail. Yeah. And, uh, by the way, where are the rest of them? They're not here anymore. Well, you ate them all. Oh, darn. There's no more Reese's Pieces. I'm <laughs> upset now. All right. Where can people find you on the internet? People can find me on either Facebook at uh, Sam McClellan, or you can find me on Twitter at The Spider Sam. That's uh, The Spider Sam, the general article. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really, I mean, I, I tweet every once in a while whenever I find a new anime. Um, but yeah, I mean, you can tweet at me and ask me any questions if you want, and I'll try to be funny, I guess, but I'm not all that funny, so I'll try. Oh, that's nice of you. Mm. And you can find me on Twitter at RealFeminerdity, as in for realsies, not for fakesies. And you can find me on Instagram and Tumblr, Feminerdity, just one word, like Madonna. But more importantly than either myself or my wonderful husband here, you should follow the show mm-hmm. at LNJPod. That is letter L as in love, letter N as in Nancy, letter J as in justice, pod, first part of podcast. You could also email us at loveandjusticepod at gmail.com. And I want to go ahead and say thank you to... Had it. Hold on. I'm gonna say thank you to Spence is killing us, Kelby. <laughs> Spence. Stop it. Oh God. Stop it. What's going on? Stop it. I wanted to go ahead and say thank you to uh, Jamie Marie, Bonnie Wall, Bonnie Walling, uh, Alex Evangeli, Jason Jason Freeman, and uh, Thomas Vaccaro for doing so. Uh, we'll probably get way into depth about uh, some of those emails once the girls come back and we do. Uh, a regular show because there was a lot of detail there that uh, I feel like the girls should should get in on. Uh, but thank you guys very much for emailing us. We always appreciate it. And of course, thank you to all those who talk to us on Twitter on a daily basis. You guys are great. We love to hear from you. And um, yeah, I think that's pretty much it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're we're going to have some con appearances coming up, which we'll talk to you about later on. Uh, but make sure that you are following all those social justice or social justice. Whoa. Mm -hmm. Hey, that's important too. Mm -hmm. social media things. Mm -hmm. And uh, you'll be able to keep up with that. Oh, and you should find us on Facebook, which is love and justice, a serious sailor moon podcast. Lots of fun stuff there. Mm -hmm. Uh, We appreciate you guys. Mm -hmm. And uh, hopefully you check out monthly girls and, and you like it as much as we did. Yeah. And if you have any other animes that you want to recommend me because I'm, I'm still looking <laughs> yeah I'm sam's always, new he's looking for stuff to watch i'm always looking um uh, so i'll take anything uh, <laughs> as you as you can tell if you ever watched an episode of uh is this a zombie you can definitely tell i'll look into anything <laughs> uh but I'm, I'm gonna be better now i'm gonna just only watch a couple episodes and decide right there uh but if you have any episodes you'd like to recommend uh feel free to either tweet at me or tweet at the the, the podcast if you want any episodes you want to talk about or want us to talk about then uh, feel free to, to tweet at us <laughs> tweet at you girl thank you sam you're welcome Mm -hmm. uh yeah so that'll wrap it on up and Mm -hmm. then until we talk at y'all again Mm -hmm. are you gonna do it with me yeah i'll I'll do it yeah i've been i've been practicing oh good i'm so glad okay okay. Okay. so until we talk at y'all again Mm -hmm. stay Stay magical very good i'm so proud of you i I did it yeah you did so good i get a cookie sure okay Sally's a girl, I'm a little bit of 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 a little bit